Okay, welcome to our episode of Let's Get Creative Podcast, and I'm your host Yen Chong from Yen Chong Videos.、Um, welcome again. Today is quite a chill session. I wanted to kind of do a solo one.、Um, instead of having a random topic, I would just like to kind of do like an update slash like a lifestyle podcast.、Uh, if you are listening for do not X amount of time. Uh, please drop me a DM. Tell me how many times you have listened to this podcast.、Uh, I hope you have enjoyed thus far of this kind of like a business lifestyle kind of conversational thing with our various guests that I kind of pluck in here and there.、Uh, sometimes with Q and A, I'm just testing out different ways that I could do this podcast.、Uh, and I hope you are entertained in some sort of ways and means.、Um, but today is really really chill. Um, just, just kind of, kind of do like a quick update on this、uh, whole live stream thing that I did.、Uh, I shift my Let's Get Creative podcast into a live stream. I've been testing out here and there.、Uh, it's been season three already. If you're not, if you don't really know,、um, we have tried the live stream thing and it kind of like kind of down a little bit. Like I can tell people is sort of. I'm not sure whether you guys are facing it, but it's having some sort of like a live stream burnout. Um, unless it's really, really valuable live stream, it feels like because it's so easy to tap into another live space or like a live stream space, people tend to kind of become a little bit taken it for granted, and some of most of them are free, so it gives them a reason not to go, or it's easier to kind of shake it off and just say that, oh, I sign up, and I'm, I I don't know whether if 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 I'm right, do let me know, or maybe I'm just ignorant. Uh, people just go or sign up and feel like they are attending something, and but if they don't go, they don't feel the pinch, because there's no, there's no backlash for that if you don't attend. At most, you're just like a dropout rate. So the average dropout rate、uh, for people that sign up online, if you don't know, is about fifty percent. So if there is like thirty people that sign up for your live stream, you t- most likely you're gonna get like fifteen、uh, if there's thirty. So Uh, it, but it's really normal.、Uh, it's been like a norm for live streams.、Uh, I've been hosting it for quite a bit for the past six months.、Uh, I'm not sure how you guys are feeling right now.、Uh, this is the last quarter of、uh, 2020. I hope you guys are doing really well.、Uh, if not, yeah, do drop me a DM and see how I can best help you with、uh, with your、uh, whichever business you're doing.、Uh, if you're a solopreneur, most likely you are here because you're a solopreneur. Or、uh, you are just doing your own marketing. I think that is something that、uh, this live stream or this podcast is really, really about.、Um, I will still t- steer towards educational lifestyle. About、uh, I will just add a little twist in terms of having my own voice into certain situations that I feel that could help you. So take it as a pinch of salt. Um, yeah,、um, this is the current update of Let's Get Creative podcast.、Uh, in terms of My own business.、Uh, if you guys not sure, if you guys are listening to me for the very very first time, welcome again.、Um, I'm actually a video editor. You can call me anything.、Uh, I'm really a lot of.、Uh, I'm just a man with a lot of hats.、Um, I'm a businessman. You can call me a businessman. I'm an editor. I'm a director. I'm a producer. I'm a sound man. I'm a rig guy. So. Uh, basically, editing production seems to be under my forte, and、uh, of course, this year added with、uh, digital marketing. So you can call me like a digital marketing specialist or a consultant. 
yeah, I feel like this year has been like really teaching people and educating and equipping yourself with uh, the live streaming skills or live stream or video marketing ability. Um, but oh, talking about video marketing, um, because I have two businesses, right? Uh, one after the other. This second half quarter or this second half of the year, um, we I'm actually focusing, or me and my wife actually is focusing a lot on heart to heart. So if you don't know what's heart to heart, it's actually me and my wife actually uh, created this wedding brand. Uh, I'm I'm really testing out a lot of things with that brand. Um, really mainly on really video marketing. That's what I've been taught. Um, adding all the digital marketing elements inside the brand has been really, 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 really helpful. I mean, of course, with the help of Ad Money, it speeds up the whole process of like reaching out to new potential couples for next year. We plan a little bit for this year, but our our ultimate goal is still looking for next year's couple. And we are just trying to assign as many couple as we can to hit our 16 couples uh, goal for 2021. So we are, we are the, at least for me, I'm a very metric person. I, at least for business wise, I need numbers to work. So, and wedding is much more easier to calculate uh, in terms of revenue as to compare to uh, corporate side. Um, Partly also because we are growing hard to hard. So this year and next year is really just about brand exposure. So getting we can still increase the price for next year, knowing that there will be a demand. Uh, but you also have to kind of understand the psychology of it. If you are targeting on the couples that you want or the clients that you want, uh, you should also aim to sign them quick. Uh, when I say signing them quick, it's more of like, uh, get in touch with them, understand what is their uh, their problem and really navigate with them and see how you could be the one for them for next year. Uh, I think that applies to business also. Uh, it doesn't just apply for weddings, um, but this is our goal for that for that uh, right after 1010. Uh, we actually did the promo. Uh, we did sign three couples uh, after that promo started. So uh, in terms of the... Uh, promotional uh, expenses has been fully covered. In fact, we are earning revenue from there. Uh, but that's not the end of it. I felt like building a brand takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. Uh, and like what I've teach all my students in the past is you really need to understand the organic reach first uh, before you can dream about doing a paid ad. Because if your organic reach is not doing well or if you're not practicing the, the normal um, do's and don'ts for Instagram, Facebook, uh, you will struggle in the ad space because unless your ad is really, really well, like that one ad is really like, wow, thriving and all, or unless you have a very, very strong sales funnel, chances of you getting the client based on that one video uh, is really hard unless you have one of, a, one of the, like a combination of good things like you maybe you have a very good copy with a very good video with a very good uh, sales funnel then maybe you could convert them with like just one system but a lot of the entrepreneurs out there or a lot of business owners actually they have actually have like ABC tests uh, when, but if you don't know what's ABC test it's really just like a couple of um, system that's planted out to maybe to a landing page or to uh, Instagram or Facebook uh, they'll use this kind of thing to kind of test out which 
of the spaces or the social media space or the behavior of the customers work well. And if they test out and they feel that, okay, the public seems to bite on maybe advertisement B, then maybe they should put, pump more money into it. But you had to study how the number of clicks and the conversion like before you can make such decision. Lah. So uh, that is what we are what what I'm actually doing for heart to heart. Um it's gonna be another whole year of right promoting and uh publicizing, working with vendors. Uh but has been really really helpful by uh exposing my uh, our brand to different brands, uh to other people's brand and to kind of like cross market to other brands. Uh I felt that the vendor relationship that we built for this year it really really helps us uh, have a better standing in terms of how couples kind of see us as and uh, it's kind of nice to work with other creators also other creators that uh, value this kind of cross-marketing scheme and uh, ability to be able to appear on social media as much as you can um, but of course with your own comfort but there will be days that you have to create content when you are not on par like maybe you're just not in the mood I felt like this is one of those episodes where it's quite real uh, when I say real it's like you can treat this as like a theory lesson or for me it's really uh, very soothing to really speak to you guys or uh, whoever that's listening or watching this uh, I just felt like sometimes sharing this kind of business thoughts this kind of like thought process of how I function actually works for me. It's very therapeutic, it's very zen. Uh, I'm not sure whether you guys are one of them, but uh, this is just one of those ways where I still want to create uh, in my comfort zone where I don't feel very taxing, you know. Uh, it's not like, what wow, three cameras and lightings and all, but this is just purely just me chatting with you. Just one camera and just one mic. And just wanted to kind of convey this message uh, to motivate you guys, this is like the last quarter. I hope you guys are really, really uh, hustling uh, through this COVID season. Because next year, the whole uh, playing field will be very, very different. Uh, business will resume and bigger players actually will benefit in terms of how much budget they have for their marketing. So uh, I always have this personal belief like marketing, networking and like training, these three things will never ever be, uh, fade away because you really need these elements inside your business to in order for them to thrive uh, I felt that this is those kind of golden code where I feel that I've been living with that motto for quite a bit and I have seen the result of that thus far you might feel like at this moment it's like nah it doesn't really you know, it's just waste a lot of time creating this kind of thing and uh, it's just gonna be a dread doing then you just feel like it's you're not earning numbers or sales. And um, I find this mentality is a very bad habit for a lot of the business owners, the older generation ones. Uh, sorry if I offend you, but I feel like a lot of the older generation um, business owners, they are not open to do that. They just want to be in their comfort zone and create togetherness. Uh, if, if the numbers make sense, if the metric numbers make sense, it means it, uh, there'll be a more practical way of like, if I could gain sales from it, then I will do. Or if not, it's like, if there's money, then I will be involved. Uh, but a lot of the old generation, they don't get that. 
uh, new generation when they are approaching you for a certain business or they want to kind of build trust, a lot of the trust is actually gained through social media. And it's not even like face-to-face yet. And they can't even get that to to uh, to gain trust. How could they face you face-to-face, like to gain the trust you face-to-face if you didn't even give them a chance to know you before they meet you? Uh, and this is something that is very, very lack of uh, when I'm t- sharing these kind of ideas to the older generation. They just feel like, uh, I'm. I must be joking, or they feel like I'm like wasting their time, not not teaching the real thing about video marketing. Uh, but I feel like a lot of this kind of out of video marketing expect is like as a business owner, is a very strategic thing. Uh, are missing from them, and they just some of them, of course, uh, became my student and want to embrace that change. Uh, but it really takes have uh, a strong discipline to be able to do that. Um, so. Anyway, talking about education, I'm, I actually have six students. Not bragging or anything. I guess six students is like six students is really very little. Um, but I'm really really proud of them. Every single one of them actually went for my course. Um, be it whether they still continue to uh, pursue, um, being, uh, be able to create for themselves. I think end of the day, I'm just teaching, teaching them how to fish. You know, be a fisherman instead of. You know, buying from someone the fish, you could fish for yourself. And this is ultimately what I want from them, um, is to be able to be self-sustaining without losing so much money. Um, though out of six, I feel like two of them is really, really like, you know, on the ball and really to create and go. The last two students that signed up with me, I'm like super proud of them. Um, because, okay, next week, this week will be the last week of the course uh, for my second batch. And they really had a lot of good content in mind. They just need to kind of have the structure for me to be able to be strategic when they are posting and they are creating. And I feel like that clarity really motivates them to go one step ahead as to compare to when they just started and they have like tons of ideas, but it's all over the place with no research, no nothing. And they expect things to work from there. Uh, I think that is one of those like no-no lah. Especially when I work with like quite a couple of brands that are also trying to do that for themselves. Yeah, so that's for education. Um, on the technical side, if you are watching as a techie person or a camera person or basically anything under the sun in terms of media and production, um, during COVID, I actually managed to buy my first full frame. And uh, if you don't know what's full frame, if you are like a non-media, non-digital person, uh, maybe you are just like, nah, I'm just here for the business, is um, feel full frame is actually um, a camera that is a lot better than the current one that I'm using. Or I would say the previous version, uh, which is now my B camera. Anyway, uh, fun fact, if like this camera right now is actually called the A camera, usually those side view ones, like maybe shoot at the side or the close-ups, those are called B cameras. So usually this is my workhorse, my bread and butter. The moment I got this, the next day, eh, is it two days later? Two days later, it went for its first full job, like a full day shoot. And it worked so well. I have praises for that. And I really want to create an episode just for that or like a review. I know I'm like super late in the A7 III. Uh, it's called A7 Mark III. Um, 
review, I feel like everybody now is like raving with uh, A7S 3 uh, but I don't see anything bad about A7 III as to compare to his uh, his older brother, the newest A7S III. I know it's like, wow, there's a lot of things that it's like, blah, blah, blah. Yes, they, it's really good. Uh, but I feel that as an APNC user uh, or the one that is a predecessor of A7 III, uh, I really appreciate the change though. Like, I appreciate the battery life. I, I, I really appreciate all the technical side of things. And... Okay, in a more layman way, I feel that a better way we would say where, where everybody in this podcast will understand is imagine you're on a wheelchair or imagine you're on a clutches. Uh, that is how I'm shooting with that. So imagine you're like walking around with that. Then now, you are able to walk for yourself. You have two walking feet and now you have the freedom to just roam around. You really will appreciate because of that limitation that you had previously, and now you have the freedom to do so. That's how I feel about having a full frame camera. Uh, I don't want to dwell into that. I feel that it, it deserves its own like review session. I think I'm just crazy over technical stuff. If I'm going to go technical, it's gonna be like all day long. But I'm just saying that. Yeah, I understand why people go full frame and don't go back to APS-C. Um, it's just crazy that it took me so long to be able to go to full frame. But for the people that can't afford full frame or got consider going full frame, uh, if you are a hobbyist or maybe you're just an entrepreneur, just started or something, don't ever buy a full frame if you don't know how to use, use the feature. Or you have to ask yourself, do you actually use it? If the question, the answer is no, APSC fits the bill. I'm a very practical person, by the way. I have a list like uh, whether I want to get it and the justification of doing it or doing so yeah so I'll write down everything so to me it's very simple what I would need and what I wanted if the needs are more than the wants then I would buy the, the product as simple as that uh, if it can shortcut my workflow even better I'll get that and this basically A73 really marks or check all the boxes in fact most of the boxes of course it's have its like downs and like not very pleasant side of things but it still wins the APIC like it no matter how bad it, it sounds like one or two things that is not good about AP, uh, A A73 my APIC seems to do uh, a ton better in the worst way so seeing that you appreciate the the Sony system much better like for people that just go straight to like the best of the best like you wouldn't you wouldn't appreciate the features because it's just like oh you should have it like oh you're gonna charge $2,000 plus for this camera oh you should have it but for people that started with like an iPhone and go straight to a full frame then you'll be like oh my god the change is so big you have so much freedom you can do so much things I think because from that perspective you feel like oh okay you can see all the good about it instead of like when when once you start investing as a hobbyist you go straight to like a phone uh, like a like a full frame camera you you won't appreciate the change because you have no benchmark with so you just feel like oh okay this is the limitations but uh, it shouldn't have but if you use like a really lousy camera like a point and shoot like those uh, Uncle Joe kind of a point and shoot camera that can zoom super zoom like just if you use that and you go straight to that you will appreciate the difference like you really will appreciate how much this helps you in creation uh, and I always tell my my peers around me in terms of the creative digital space if your equipment 
stops you from creating or really gives you a resistance like not feel, feel like doing it because of weight or size or basically very rigid or something then that equipment shouldn't be spent on because that will stop you from creation as a I feel like as a creator uh, for business or is it for creation or is it just for creative purpose it, you shouldn't have that mindset or try to eliminate as much as you can because the moment you have this kind of mentality you will never create and I think the moment you stop creating I think that's the end for you as a creator you cannot wait until the point where your client needs you to create then you create because by the time you create that right it's too late either create your own style shoot or you know get someone to help you ask a friend to be a volunteer or something to be able to help you with this particular maybe uh maybe uh maybe a fun fair project or something do something that interests you pick your interest to be able to use it on site then whatever you want to try whatever crazy thing that you want to do with the camera or basically a certain style of shooting you want to try different ways you want to try documentary for example please do so because it's like within your control everyone listens to you because if you're going to bring that kind of idea into a client's project without kind of fairly testing how viable the whole thing is you may stand a chance to fail and you can not fail on your client's project you just can't tell them that oh sorry it failed you have to be the one that be liable with it so my advice is to try out first that means the moment you get a camera yes it might be a bit risky for me to go straight to full frame you know knowing there's a job coming in but beforehand i watched like hours and hours of videos to be able to understand and plus i already used the only system before so changing it the setting is no biggie it's just maybe some of the buttons and the dials are misplaced or i would say different from the APS-C camera yeah so that's my thought for APS-C okay so yeah this is more or less the live update for weddings techie stuff business stuff corporate stuff education i feel like i managed to kind of summarize everything within this half an hour um i just want to keep it like light-hearted and more of like a chatty session uh because it's long overdue i've been doing this podcasting for like the past a year a year a, a year plus has been i think it's one year old already one uh, one year and two months old uh and deserves some like slack time i would say it, it shouldn't be just all fanfare and guests and stuff uh yes it does uh, and i hope it really helped in this on the technical side um but this is really a lifestyle podcast it's not really like a super techy educational podcast i mean if it is then there will be a cause for it and yeah uh, if you want to learn more in terms of like video marketing uh, and stuff really in depth, please direct message me uh, because I would actually be able to help you much quickly than you listening and waiting for the right answer. Partly also because I need to know exactly what your problem is and be able for me to kind of like navigate with you exactly what problem you have. Then I can kind of do in a podcast way or maybe even have a Q&A session with you and this, that's why I wanted to do a Q&A session to really understand where my followers or where my listeners are from and what are the problems they really have. Uh, knowing you guys are having issues, then I'll be able to solve it without me guessing what exactly your problem is. So if you really, really have an issue, 
uh, please drop in in the comments or just go to my Instagram or my Facebook. Let me know. Just type in what are the questions that you have. I will be very glad to help you answer that question. And yeah, I'm also looking for an, uh, more guests. Uh, so if you have any guests that you would want me to talk things about, have a chat with them or something, just let me know who. I will definitely want to... If you can pull the strings for me, that's even better. I will be able to have a, con- a conversation with them and talk to them. And maybe they could solve a problem that you have or uh, maybe it's just a very interesting character. Or if they are in the creative and the media industry, that will be even better. Because um, I really want to know more media like-minded individuals that share their thoughts. And about t- talking about creative individuals, next week I'll actually have another guest. Uh, they are called Sloth Creative. They are really good at crafting stories with their very unique set of skills. I don't tell you exactly what it is, but I feel that if you are listening to this episode, do check them out on Instagram, Sloth Creative. I have no idea what are, what their names because it's like a, maybe two or three guys that's working on that particular company. Uh, but I have yet to know what their name was. I just kind of dropped them their DM on their Instagram and just say, Hey, you guys really rock with your content. Please continue to do so. I would love to invite you. And that's how I got them. So one tip, one golden tip, I think for this particular episode is take this chance to, you know, every time you find people that are interesting that could value add, don't mind yourself and just write to them. Uh, be it a direct message, voice message, video message, whatever it is. Spend some time to talk to these people. I feel that reaching out when you need help or even if you want to give help voicing out to them is much better than just waiting for things to happen because you're just gonna be you're just gonna be lazy and you want to be hopeful but then you're not doing anything how can you be how can you achieve anything if you are so quiet yeah so even if you're an introvert like me please just write to them even if you can't appear on screen just kind of write to them just tell them that their work is good that you want to find out more if they could be able to blah 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 whichever things that you are trying to do yeah so I hope that helps it's really a very chill session I'm not gonna like dwell in too much like this whole podcast is about less than half an hour uh, yeah because I just really want to chat with you guys um, just having a chit chat um and having a solo is quite zen. I feel that I can just share my thoughts. Uh, if you I, if you feel that there's anything that I could improve on this podcast, do let me know also. Because it's really uh, fun to always have podcast sessions and maybe spend part of your morning with you. Like, I, I believe whoever that's listening right now or watching right now, you are watching it while you are doing something. I'm just a voice for your entertainment. And uh, if you... If you feel that I help you, you know, do do say hi to me as I'll, I'll, I'm just like waving right now and just tell you, hey, welcome to this podcast. Just want to make you more welcomed. Um, and yeah, this podcast will, it's very hard for this podcast to die because it's going to be on and on and on and on and on and sharing ideas and being creative. That's why it's called the Classic Creative Podcast. Uh, being creative doesn't mean you must be a creative in the media industry. Uh, you can be creative for your business. You can be creative for your lifestyle it could be creative for your media or your creative uh creative side of things so yeah it's anything under the sun so it's really really lifestyle based uh and yeah if you if you need help or if you need certain things to be covered uh in terms of like ways of video marketing uh, next few weeks i'll be planning for that uh let me know what exactly your pain point is i'll do a podcast for that um 
you have any issue in terms of business, how you want to handle business, how you can talk to your associates or how to talk to clients. Uh, if you're not sure about this kind of thing, also do let me know. Uh, it's kind of nice to share my own perspective on how I communicate with clients, how do I gain long-term contracts, how do I gain long-term jobs with clients. I'm not the best, but I did make it work in some part of my clients that I got some long-term contracts. So that's why I'm not really struggling. Whatever comes into the sales like right now is really a bonus. So uh, weddings is like picking right now. So with my with my long-term contracts right now, my income is really very stable, at least for the next three months. So knowing that it's really give you a financial freedom, like it's really an ease in the, in it's really an ease uh, in my heart to know that okay, I'm very stable. In fact, I'm earning money for the next three months. I don't know how you feel about it. I feel that financial freedom is the only freedom that you can't have uh, when you are an entrepreneur or solopreneur. It's not a long-term thing. That means, yeah, I can, that's why I didn't tell you it's only three months because um, there's no way to know whether six months later you still have a job. Really depends. If, if you like, if it's like this year, like COVID, suddenly just like no job out of nowhere and the whole landscape changed. Yeah, so you have to get used to, if you are a solopreneur and you just started or if you're a freelancer, you have to know that your financial freedom is not permanent. It could be permanent for these next two months, but it's not going to be permanent for sure. Because it's always a question mark. No one can tell you exactly when you'll get a next sale. So you have to shake off that feeling. I know, okay, no matter how hard you try, right? This feeling is not going to be gone. It's going to be stick to you all the way until the time you, where you give up your business. That's, that's, that's how you know whether you are able to be fit in as an entrepreneur or a business owner. Because... I think that's the fun and challenging part, right? Where you like, you don't know when is it. Then maybe you sign a deal the next day. You just feel so excited. Um, but after a while, it's really just part and parcel. And just do your job well. Uh, it's not just about creative work. I feel that uh, the PR and the human thing is also important. Oh, I'm just rambling. There's too many things that I want to share. I think I will really go deep down with all these small little intricate things, and I'll just share my thoughts. I would want to find out you about you guys more uh, but I'm just going to post whatever I feel that I could value add on and that's about it so really thank you for for you know for you guys to join me on this particular episode I'll see you on the same time same day I hope I think I'll be posting this I think on Tuesday so if you are listening on Tuesday welcome if you are listening to a rerun then so be it so I'll see you next time bye Hey, so hope you enjoyed today's topic and if you like today's content and you feel that it actually resonates with you, please subscribe to the podcast and give me a rating into a subscription. Uh, on, if it's on Spotify, this do give us a 5-star review that is really good. Uh, if it's on Apple Music, there's also a rating system because the rating system is one of those ways that you could elevate the podcast uh, into a into the higher rankings of the podcast because uh, there's not really a lot of ways that you can boost this podcast so the only way to show show support is to uh, rate this uh, highly so that it will be easier to be uh, explored by new listeners and that will really 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 help uh, this podcast to continue to survive too so really thank you again and I will see you next time